listening to a Sharesies podcast. It's the 4th of October. Welcome to Recap, made for you by Sharesies. And in case you don't know, Sharesies is a wealth development platform where our purpose is to create the most financially empowered generation. That's no moon, it's a financial disclaimer. Investing involves risk. You aren't guaranteed to make money and you might lose the money you started with. Any information we provide is general only and current at the time. If you're looking for help with your investment choices, we recommend talking to a licensed financial advice provider. A little bit of a Star Wars reference there for you, Alice, just before. That we know it completely over my head, I must admit. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, it is a Star Wars reference. Uh, you'll, have to, you'll have to go back and check the films. How are you doing, Alice? I'm great. How was your weekend? Uh, it was good. It was very good. I won't give too much away, but I had a little Zoom party on Saturday, a level three Zoom party. Oh, nice. And then had to, yeah, had to sort of recover for the rest of the weekend <laughs> um, in a very nice, uh, chilled kind of way. How was your weekend? Yeah, no, it was, it was great as well. I always do feel bad, though, telling you about my weekend, given that oh, no, I'm I obviously in level it. two and you're still in lockdown, so I'll uh, keep the details brief. I um, need to hear it. I need to hear it. Please. I'm living <laughs> But um, one thing I did do over the weekend was uh, you was actually read the news. And uh, Jose, you might have seen some news about a potential new COVID-19 drug. Ah, I did see that. What's that about? Yeah, so the news came from Merck & Co, which is a multinational pharmaceuticals company that's listed on the New York Stock Exchange. Uh, Now, Merck has been working alongside another company called Ridgeback Biotherapeutics to try and develop a pill that can be used to treat COVID-19. So the idea is that if you get COVID, you could take this as a medication to help treat the virus. Mm, So what's the latest on this? So on Friday, the company said that a study shows that the pill they've developed uh, reduced the number of hospitalizations and deaths in COVID patients by half compared to those in the trial who received a dummy pill. Mm, That sounds really interesting. Yeah, so specifically people in the trial received the drug within five days of having COVID-19 symptoms. Uh, And it's worth noting that the results have not yet been reviewed by outside experts. But the company said that they plan to submit the data to the US Food and Drug Administration in coming days. Uh, And if the pill is approved by regulators, it would be the first pill that's been shown to treat COVID-19. Right. But from what I understand, there's already some treatments for COVID though, aren't there? Uh, There are. So the US has at least approved one drug for COVID-19 and has also allowed the emergency use for three antibody therapies. Uh, These help the immune system fight the virus. But the problem is that all of these drugs are expensive and they have to be given by IV or injection at hospitals or medical clinics. Um, So you could see that a pill that you can take at home would be a lot more convenient and could ease pressure on hospitals. Yeah, so this is quite the development there. Yeah, Dr. Anthony Fauci, uh, who is the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, you may have seen his name floating around before, uh, he said that the result was, uh, quote, very good news, unquote. Uh, Now, people are pointing out that this could add a whole new defense against the virus. Uh, Dr. William Schaufner, who is an, an infectious disease expert at Vanderbilt University, he said that the pill could allow us to treat many more people much more quickly and, uh, uh, he hopes much less expensively. 
Uh, but medical experts are still stressing the importance of vaccines. The White House Coronavirus Coordinator, Jeff Science, he said that uh, the va- vaccination will remain the government's main strategy for controlling the pandemic. Yeah, right. So the, so the pills have only been at a trial stage to date. What are the next steps from here? Merck said that it will soon ask health officials both in the US and around the world to authorise the pill's use. From there, a decision from the US Food and Drug Administration uh, could take a few weeks, and then if it gets approved, the pill could be distributed after that. And I remember that when Pfizer and Moderna were making progress with their vaccines, their share prices shot upwards. What did Merck's share price do after they made this announcement? It very much did the same. It shot up from around $75 to $81.40. It was up about 8.5%. Anything else to report? Yeah, there was actually another piece of news about Merck last week. Ah, what's that? Uh, Well, the company announced that they're making an acquisition. So they are buying Acceleron Pharma for $11.5 billion US dollars. Now, Acceleron Pharma is another publicly listed company, this time on the NASDAQ exchange. And again, they're a pharmaceuticals company, but are largely focused in the treatment of serious and rare diseases. Uh, Did Merck say why they're making the acquisition? Well, it allows them to broaden their portfolio of treatments and bring in fresh revenues. Uh, Now, note that the deal is subject to a few conditions like regulatory approvals, but it is expected to close towards the end of the year. Great. Thanks, Alice. Okay, Jose, it sounds like you're manning the acquisition desk today. Yes, I am, and it's more like a workstation, thank you. But that's neither right. neither here nor there, because Infratil announced this morning that it has agreed to acquire a majority stake at Auckland Radiology Group, with the aim to create a national diagnostic imaging business. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't Infratil buy another radiology outfit earlier this year? You're absolutely right. Uh, in May, Infratil spent just over $313 million to buy a 53% share of Pacific Radiology. The deal announced today would see Pacific and Auckland Radi- Radiology smoosh together into a joint venture into which Infratil would contribute between 30 and $60 million. And the deal would see both of the uh, radiology outfits, uh, the doctors there and the management would retain the rest of the shares. Okay, so why did Infratil want to invest in Auckland Radiology? Yeah, so healthcare is one of the pillars in Infratil's investment strategy. The others are social infrastructure, energy, particularly renewable, and also digital infrastructure. Now, Pacific Radiology is the largest private diagnostic imaging service provider in New Zealand. It's got 46 clinics, currently employs 90 radiologists. On the other hand, Auckland Radiology is the largest, largest provider in Auckland with 15 clinics and 32 radiologists. Both those acquisitions mean they're growing quickly in this space. The Infratil CEO Jason Boyes said in a statement from the company that, quote, pre-synergies, the acquisition is return accretive to the Pacific Radiology investment case, end quote. Now to translate that, what he means is that the Auckland Radiology investment will add value to the purchase of Pacific Radiology. And that's even before factoring in any efficiencies between the two businesses. All right, and I'm picking that the deal isn't quite over the finish line yet. Yeah, absolutely right. The deal is conditional on a few things, including Auckland Radiology agreeing to the change in control of some contracts and clinic leases. But if that all goes through, Infratil expects completion by the end of October. But what else has been happening out there, Alice? 
Well, Tesla released their latest data on the number of vehicles they've been delivering and producing um, over the weekend. Ah. Now, now Tesla does this every quarter. Uh, so we got the numbers for the three months for July to September this year. And for reference, vehicle deliveries are the company's closest approximate approximation uh, for vehicle sales. Okay, so what were some of the numbers? So Tesla delivered 241,300 electric vehicles during the three months. This topped analyst expectations by about 20,000 vehicles, and it was up from last quarter by about 20%. Uh, And how about the uh, vehicles that they produced? Uh, So Tesla produced uh, just under 238,000 cars this quarter. Uh, This was up by about 20,000 vehicles from last quarter. Uh, Did Tesla specify the breakdown between the different models in these numbers? Well, they break it down into two groups, uh, one being the Model S and X vehicles and the other being Model 3 and Y vehicles. Now, Model uh, S and X cars made up the majority of both the delivery and production numbers, about 96% uh, for each. And then the remainder um, being the Model 3 and Model Y vehicles. Right. And what did Tesla say about these results? Well, to be honest, like not a lot at this stage. Uh, These reports are really brief, um, but we can expect to hear more details in their quarterly earnings report, which is due out later this month. Oh, that's not like musky. But uh, we've talked a lot about uh, car manufacturers being impacted by the semiconductor chip shortage. Uh, was there any word about that? Yeah, well, Tesla customers were reportedly put through repeated and unexpected delivery delays during the quarter. Uh, so the company thanked their customers for their patience as they worked through the global supply chain and logistics challenges. So I guess from here, the next thing is to keep an eye out for Tesla's earnings report to hear more details. It sure is. And as I mentioned, those report those results are due out later in the month. Thank you very much, Alice. Appreciate it. And... That's it. That's us for a day. Thanks so much for listening. That was Recap for the 4th of October. As always, we would appreciate it if you gave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And we'll be back tomorrow. Mā te wā. Ka kite anu.